Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Kevin Prasler is on the phone with us. Kevin is the executive editor of Consumer Checkbook. They're Chicago-based. I mean, are your offices here in Chicago, or are you just here in Chicago, Kevin? I'm actually, I live in, in where our headquarters are in Washington, D.C., but we, we serve seven metro areas around the country. Okay. Uh, we focus on those areas, and, and Chicago is one of them. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm there often, about once a month. Well, I'm interested in the article and the page you have on home security, because it, it used to be that, yeah, you'd have to hire a security system, pay them a yearly or a monthly fee. Now we can go to Home Depot and buy cameras and all types of yeah. devices, and everybody relies on them from a ring doorbell to cameras inside to everything else. And and how secure do they keep us? And how do we know that what we're installing ourselves is actually deterring crime? Yeah. Well, what we found is that you know, as much as the industry has changed over the last really just five, ten years, uh, it's also pretty much stayed the same. That you can still hire companies to install a full house home security system uh, to you know wire up all your windows and doors uh, to a central hub and have it monitored uh, by a third party. Uh, those will cost you you know anywhere between a thousand and three thousand dollars depending on your house and what you want, and then another you know several hundreds more per year to have it monitored. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can do on your own now. You know, it seems like everyone wants to sell home automation and home security uh, stuff from Amazon to Adobe to cable and internet companies uh, and Google, right? And, you know, so you can buy a, a similar system, set it up yourself pretty easily, even have a professional install one of these DIY systems uh, and then monitor it yourself or have somebody else monitor it the same way. So all that competition has really brought prices down. I mean, what used to cost thousands of dollars, you can get an equivalent system for, you know, 500 or less, or you can just install a simple doorbell camera and then that costs, you know, nothing to monitor. But what hasn't changed is how most burglars get into homes, what you're trying to protect against, which is a burglary. And that is most get into homes simply by opening unlocked doors or, you know, raising unlocked windows or just finding a vulnerable point, you know, in a dark area behind your home where well, no one will hear or notice them, and forcing open a poorly secured door. So what we found is your first thing you should do in terms of having a home security plan is making sure you have really good deadbolts on all your exterior doors, and then making sure you actually use them, that, you, that you're really, you know, conscientious about locking them and making sure all your windows are secured and other vulnerable points like sliding glass doors, that you have those things well secured, not necessarily buying a whiz-bang home security system. Okay. So, yeah, crime levels haven't dropped, even though we we all have this illusion that, well, we're safer than ever because right. we have all these cameras. Interesting. Very yeah, I mean, interesting. I, yeah, there's, there's certainly evidence that having, you know, a, a noticeable security presence, like a doorbell camera or, can, you know, or well-lit parts of your home, everything's well lit, that they, they can't sneak in very easily, that those things will deter some burglars, that most burglars, they don't really plan out their crimes much in advance. They kind of cruise the street and they see a house that looks like no one's home, doesn't look like there's any dogs or anything around, and the neighbors won't notice me getting in. I can get in pretty quickly. I mean, that's how they're, they're selecting their targets. And so having home security systems, you know, especially 
obvious security measures in place will help protect your home. But there's really very little evidence that all this surveillance we've set up, right, actually does anything to solve crimes. And I think that's the real problem is that all these doorbell cameras, all the surveillance that police departments have set up around the country, there's no evidence that all that is solving crimes. What it is, though, is it's spying on everyone who hasn't done anything wrong. It's, in many cases, even recording sound illegally without you even knowing it, right? That you know, in, in Illinois and many other states, you can't you know, record audio without having all the parties present agreeing to that. And so I think there are a lot of issues in terms of privacy here. Uh, that really, the concern often should be more about privacy and, and you know, maintaining privacy and not really you know, whether these things even solve crimes, because there's very little evidence that they're solving crime. They may prevent the burglary, but they're not necessarily solving crimes after. Kevin Prassler is the executive editor of Consumer Checkbook. You can find them at checkbook.org. One of the other articles I wanted to talk to you about that you guys did research on is grocery stores. We all feel like we're paying too much. It's not just for eggs. It seems like everything. It started during the pandemic. And so everybody's seeking a store that has great prices, but still offers quality and you, how did how do you determine in the Chicago area how you came up with your list? So we did two things. We we sent our researchers into area stores uh, of all the major chains and using a a market basket item. Uh, it's this list of 150 items that are commonly purchased in supermarkets. It's something we developed to to basically mirror the consumer price index survey for groceries. Uh, so we use this list of 150 items and we collected. You know prices from all the stores in the area for this on this list to compare them for for costs. Uh, we also compare them on quality by we surveyed our members uh, and asked them to rate grocery stores they've used for, for things like you know what did you think about the quality of their fresh produce, the quality of their meats, uh, customer service, overall these types of questions. Uh, and we found big differences among stores on both things. On, on price, we found big differences among stores and also for quality too. That that you know. Some stores, for sure, uh, you know, stood out for having low prices and others for having high quality. Uh, what we really found is that there are just so many options now uh, for consumers in the Chicago area, and that has really brought down prices overall, that, that there's a lot of good options. And because there's so many options, a lot of shoppers these days shop at more than one store each week. I do, because you know some stores jack up prices on certain yeah. items, and you can get them cheaper. It, it just means a lot more running around, but it does save money. So you have the area, Chicago area's price winners. This this is the best prices, Walmart and Meyer. And then when it comes to high ratings for quality and low prices, who made that list? Well, yeah, it's in, for the most part, you can't have it all, right? If you want right. low prices, you have to shop at a... A store like Walmart, which doesn't get very good ratings at all, actually gets pretty abysmal ratings for quality of produce, for example, which is what people care about the most uh, when they're shopping. But Mariano's and Woodman's Market are the closest thing we have in the Chicago area where you can kind of get both worlds, right? You can get pretty low prices, not as low as Walmart, but you can get prices that are you know significantly lower than Jewel's, for example, and their customers love them for overall quality. Uh, these are stores that are quite popular uh, they're both kind of every time we do this survey, which is every few years, uh, we find that these are the fan favorites, Mariano's and Woodman's. Kevin, you, you you almost sounded like a Chicagoan when you said Jewels. If you put the in front of it, you are definitely a Southsider. <laughs> yeah, it's a jewel, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. All of this is on checkbook.org, right? 
It is. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk to Carrie Haight, the, the venue owner of The Hate. Why would you have something called Hate and Hold Weddings? Well, it's a big part of downtown Elgin, and it's H-A-I-G-H-T, not the other way around. She's next as we continue our our focus on Elgin. That's coming up after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.